Hey, 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 hey. Come on, Bowman. You care about? Yeah, I, care no, about no, no. She got the tangle. No. She got the tassels on her boots. All right. <laughs> the tassels on her. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about Mickey James or her damn tassels. Go on, Mr. Businessman. You can't dress like me. Whether describe or facts are interrupted by quotes, cease the bullshit with live votes, just like why. Hey, what's good, folks? You are listening to the 44th, 48th edition of the Slam Bros Show. It's your boy, hopping out the pool, soaking wet, black Aquaman himself, Bowman 12L. Joining me as always is Illawasi. The skeptic, what's good? What's good, Bowman? What's good, man? I'm. Uh, what's really good? The Black Panther. And by the time you're listening to this, I will have my own uh, review of the film and breakdown on the FanBros.com site. So please check it out. Please give your commentary and your feedback. Please debate me on this, son. Just, just come bring it, check it out, and show all the fan bros love on the various podcasts and the definite articles and information that's on the site. What's good, family? What's happening? Let's get into it. Hey, so uh, we got a pay per view this week, so we're gonna we're not gonna dig deep in the dirt sheets, but we're gonna get pretty dirty this week. Yo, this is just 100% messy, and we cannot confirm any of this because it's coming from the Daily Mail, a uh, notorious rumor and gossip site coming out of the UK, but it's, it's pretty messy, and I find it hilarious sometimes, so apologize for some of our listeners out there, but, you know. I get to poke fun of Bray Wyatt, so I'm going to jump at this opportunity. But the homie Bray Wyatt <laughs> <laughs> has reportedly been skipping out paying his spousal support to give JoJo what? some expensive gifts. What? Well, wait. He, he's skipping out on paying child support to trick on JoJo. That. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. That I mean, JoJo, she's been looking like she's pregnant. So, you know, <laughs> she she might be carrying a daughter, Abigail, or something, you know. In a, oh, a my gosh. And, and WWE's oh. been quick to cut away from her whenever she's popped up on camera. But I'm, I'm just tripping that his wife's name is Rotund. <laughs> <laughs> but that's his actual name, Rotund. I thought it was like Rotunda or something. But nah, nah, that's Otunga. You thinking of the other black guy, estranged from his wife. Yo, so yeah, it is Rotunda. Okay, because his his real name is something Rotunda, right? Mike, yeah, yeah Mike Rotunda yeah, back in the day. And, yeah. Okay, how appropriate, how delicious that is <sighs> for Bray Wyatt to have Rotunda in his name. That is the most awesome thing to come away from this. 
<laughs> this article. I, I just never paid attention to it. You know, Husky Harris back in the day or whatever. But yeah, that's kind of, that's whack as fuck though. Like how many kids does this dude have? He's got two. This is a college sweetheart suit. Matt, uh, apparently she's been a housewife uh, taking care of the kids while he's been on the road, which is understandable. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're on the road 300 uh, days out of the year. You've got two young children. Uh, one of these people, given the career choice that he's taken, has to make that that sacrifice. But, allegedly, things uh, went for the dark side last year when uh, the wife... Miss Samantha found out that Bray was cheating on her with uh, supposedly JoJo. All right. So, uh, thing about it, according to the Daily Mail, like I said, this is all alleged. It's coming from a rumor site. Is that uh, he originally agreed to pay around eleven thousand dollars in spousal support um, each month, Damn. but Bray Wyatt has been paying around half of that. Right, yeah, them uh, royalties, them double them checks ain't coming in for taking all those L's, huh? But according to the the Daily Mail, uh, Wyatt has been spending his cash elsewhere. All right, uh, which which some of his uh, his bills lately are pretty hilarious. All right, this is all alleged now, but apparently he spent five G's. On a, on miniature horses, supplies, and food. All right. What the fuck? <laughs> Which I can attest is some straight up Florida shit. Cause every now and then motherfuckers just show up with like horses down here. Alright? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is Okay. That's, that's we got land. Like you could put a horse on some. So like, I saw it. I'm like, this fool got drunk one day. And it's like, you know what? I want a horse. <laughs> All right. Apparently spent uh, $500 on jewelry, not for his wife. Okay. Uh, he's been spending some time down in Miami. Uh, he wants the Tootsies, which is a strip club down in Miami. Spent around 300 there. All right. Uh, spent another like 140 at like Club 11, another like burlesque club down in Miami. All right, but Bray likes the ladies apparently. All right, uh, spent like 170 on women's swimwear, spent like another 100 at a fine restaurant. And another 100 in a bar down in Miami. This is from January. So he's got that other part of the spousal support. He's just not giving it to the wife. And it gets kind of hard. It gets tricked up because he's not paying what he's, I guess, legally required. Because normally you could just say, <clears throat> if he was paying his bill, paying what he owed, I mean, he can spend his money on what he wants to. If he want to trick it off on JoJo, you know, then that's on him. But if he's not taking care of the kids, then yeah, you know, you're you're a jackass for that, Bray Wyatt. You that's know, a problem. Make sure the family, yeah. make sure that the kids are taken care of before you start tricking off your your dollars on the in ring announcer or the strippers. 
you know, or the strippers. Yeah. Also, JoJo, you, you're probably not listening, but if he's doing this to his current estranged wife, I mean, you know, some of the people repeat what they do, so Bray might not be the the winner. You know, we know his character's not that smart either, so maybe the actual Rotunda isn't that smart either. I mean, JoJo thinking she came up on Luke. <laughs> you know, he the head of the Wyatt family. He lose every month. <laughs> you know, that's, Yo, that's the guy I need hilarious. to get knocked up by. Yeah, my life about to be great. I find it hilarious that this fool shows up the court in the same shoes that he wrestles in. <laughs> Oh snap, yo! You you're gonna have to throw a, a, a uh, we're gonna have to throw a link up uh, in the SoundCloud comments so they can just see this fool. <laughs> he looks like he smells. <laughs> oh, like you know, I don't know, man. That dude just <laughs> for JoJo though. I mean, Joe, and she a youngin. Like I thought she had, you know, a little season on her, but she young. Yeah, she young. And knocked this up. Is probably her first. Yeah. God, I mean, she this, really this. looks like she's pregnant, bro. Just like I mean, this is why you can't be messing with people at work. You know, you think that they're <laughs> nice because you see them every day at work, but really, like, oh no, you just man, need to get you know, out more. It's just you know, it's that workplace love. He walked through looking all <laughs> dirty and scruffy with dreadlocks, and you know. Smelling like, you know, wet dog and fried chicken. And she was like, yo, that's the one right there. He's the winner for me. Yeah. I need to invest in him. You know, and now here she is. She about to have like, you know, a little Braypock. So. But this is. Yeah, expand the, uh, the stables here. It's whack, bro. I don't, I don't like, you know, I don't like hearing any kind of um, being irresponsible. It'd be different if. You know, she was like, oh, some craziness. He taking care of his responsibilities. He's trying to get more money. That'd be like more greed, but he, he already not he not handling his business. So that's on him. That's on you, Bray Wyatt. Business that he agreed to. Yeah, you know, so you need like to he agreed to take an L in real life. I mean, the only win you had was JoJo, who was young and fine. You know, but I don't know how bright she is because she's messing with Bray Wyatt. So, you know, that was your win. But you need to you gonna take this L in court. Young man, Rotundan. Like they got the receipts, you know. All right, what else is popping up in the dirt? Hey, you know who always pops up in the dirt? Oh Jesus! His train is always on time, like clockwork. You ready for another episode? Fuck it, why not? Las Aventuras de Alberto Albatron y sus amigos. When we last left our hero, or maybe he wasn't the same hero we knew, Alberto Albatron was speaking on a better tomorrow and possibly uh, letting old wounds heal as he discussed uh, speaking with the man with the big nose. Triple H and letting bygones be bygones and apologizing for past transitions, hoping to return to the WWE uh, once again before he ultimately retires and 
uh, the near future, either was it 2019 or 2020. Um, it seems that this apology tour is also being extended to one AAA, which is, of course, the biggest promotion in uh, Mexico, as he's in talks to return to them once again. Uh, last time he was there, I think it was about like a year ago, uh, Alberto being Alberto kind of left a little hot-headed, okay? And um, now, according to Wrestling uh, Observer, he's really close to returning for uh, Triple Mania, which is, of course, their big uh, event that will be held in August. Uh, a lot of people that don't follow Triple A, uh, they probably know of Triple Mania uh, for last year when uh, Sexy Star tried to break Homegirl's arm for real, for reasons still unknown to anybody so uh triple mania uh last year is probably known for having the worst wrestling match ever to be broadcast on television <laughs> and also a lady trying to kill somebody will now feature a reformed alberto el patron yeah there's nothing more you can really add to that <laughs> yo i'm like yo he hasn't he hasn't done anything spicy bro like nothing. Still working with the Salvation Army in Texas. All right. Uh, you know what I find hilarious though? Uh, Google links to a fake Alberta El Patron Twitter. You know what I find hilarious though? We've managed to have something to talk about in this telenovela every episode. How does this man pull this off? That is what's so amazing. That's the amazing thing. Alberto Del Rio. El Pastro. Yo, when he first came into E, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like him. I didn't like his, his look. I thought it was kind of like it was a little boring. He was like Mexican JBL, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what it was. And then he punched out that racist dude and everything was different. Nothing was the same. You know, he wasn't that same Drake from five years ago. Like, you had to take notice. Yo, the fact that you squeeze in a Drake reference <laughs> to, in a wrestling show is astonishing and amazing in and of itself. So, hats off to you, sir. Hats off to you, sir. Because, I mean, so, you know, I, you, would, you, would never so, uh, you would never think that you would uh, associate Drake's, you know... Uh, Toilet tissue soft miss <laughs> with wrestling, but you managed to pull it off. Kudos to you. <laughs> right. Hey, you know, I see Alberto as a guy who orders pasta and eats it in the in the kitchen just like Drake. Like he he fancies himself that important. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, but you know, then he traveled the world, started fighting Ninja Turtles. We still haven't found the knife, yo. No one found that knife. All right. So we'll see. I mean, this story is, is going to end uh, next year sometime. If hell, if Jeff Jarrett made it into the Hall of Fame, anything's possible. Yo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who saw that one coming? <laughs> you know, yeah, nobody I, was I clamoring that. for another Jeff run. So, I mean, it's like. But I mean, but really, though, what's Jeff Jarrett been doing for the last 15, 16 years? 
I don't know. Where has he been? Hmm. It's like it's like WCW close. He didn't get offered a contract for the WWE. Didn't come back. Hasn't been back. I, I haven't seen him. Somehow he hooked up with like Kurt Angle's uh, ex fiance. That's gotta be awkward. That's gonna be awkward. Whatever. But fifteen years. What the hell has he been doing? Huh. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. Maybe. Yeah. We have to see tour so many. Yeah. Yo. Uh, we got a pay-per-view this week. Indubitably. So let's let's make some predictions. All right, let's let's get it. After having right. such a spectacular raw, <laughs> that match though was the the, the gauntlet match. Seth Rollins going for what an hour and five minutes, something like that. Change like hour two, like hour two. Yo, crazy. All right, one. Um, not just this raw, but a couple of raws on a row now. Like they've kind of like been putting on good raws, which is surprising. But you know the the gauntlet match where Seth Rollins just just like I I joked on Twitter that like after Seth Rollins got eliminated, just needed to turn the TV off because <laughs> what else was gonna top it? And that's kind of what I did. Like the after the gauntlet match was done, I was done. Like it's like there was nothing for Raw left. That was two hours. Like I was satisfied, you know. Like I ha- I had to go rehydrate myself. Like that's how crazy it was. Black Aquaman needed some water. <laughs> yeah, man. But you nah, get thirsty the, doing the all gauntlet laps, match bro. was dope. I didn't, you know. Um, it was interesting and refreshing simply because. Raw has usually not let matches run that long. Um, and it was even better because Seth managed to the, you know, slightly above over Seth Rollins managed to eliminate the under Roman Reigns and the hated hashtag fuck John Cena. And so that made it that made it great. Um, even though the, the match in and of itself was kind of pointless, it was just a wrestling match. So it did, you know, that was cool in and of itself. And then to have um Elias come in and Finn come in. And then our main man, Braun Strowman, come serve hands to uh didn't Miz pop up in there at some point too? Yeah, yeah Miz popped go. up. He got the hands. Uh speaking of Braun Strowman, we got we gotta step back to last week where the homie showed up with a, a goddamn standing base. <laughs> <laughs> true, true that. <laughs> True that. Yo, Braun Strowman, when he gets his time, it's going to be a beautiful thing. I love how he's taking the get these hands as his um his uh slogan. So that's wonderful. He's got a t-shirt now. Yeah. Get these hands. I loved it. I thought about ordering that shirt because I saw I saw that shirt. Um, You know, I just like Braun. Like, I, you know, that whole hit to me, the gauntlet match. Having the end cap be Braun being interviewed, and that's the other thing that that um, has been kind of interesting with Raw as they're trying to build the personalities. How they're doing these kind of backstage or in ring interviews, or having him in a corner trying to give it like more of a um, sports event feel, which has been kind of cool. It's kind of you know it 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 it, it sinks or swims based on the personality of the uh, yeah. particular wrestler, because sometimes they don't really have anything worthwhile to say. Um, and then they're kind of out of breath. And so it's kind of like a weird moment, you know, because they've just been giving you some of that pro wrestling sports entertainment action. But 
that part was cool, but just having Braun look at the ring after, you know, causing damage and destruction and be like, yo, I got to go finish this and serve these hands. And, and then cut a promo on my main man, Brock Lesnar, about getting these hands. I was like, yeah, hands off to you. Hands off to you, Braun. Uh, yo, so it was... um. Also, like the, the match, uh, the gauntlet was kind of structured too. For I mean, for two hours, bro. Like that match was two hours. I know, like yeah, it was a gauntlet, so like it wasn't like all the wrestlers were wrestling for two hours. But the the first hour with Seth Rollins is something that was entirely different from uh, the latter half with the other competitors. Um, so that was that was entertaining, man. I honestly can't remember. I mean, they did something with the ladies. They did like a six-woman tag. Uh, Nia Jax kind of trucked Oscar. Yeah, and that was uh, their first their first physical interaction. So that was cool so, in and of itself. You know, like that happened and other things happened. We're, we're kind of moving towards uh, the pay-per-view. But like you mentioned something, Illa, about like the WWE trying something different with these backstage interviews, which they are dope. It's clearly not like a Vince McMahon idea, but <laughs> um, like I can tell that they're going to get cut away in a couple of weeks, right? Like SmackDown's kind of doing something similar, like where everyone's taking like um, FaceTime videos of shooting on their opponents while shitty graphics from like 2001 are being superimposed on them and like even some of the graphics look like pixelated like they pulled these things off of google and these fools couldn't even like magic lasso all the white space out from the letters it's like oh my god but the raw stuff is it's it's that character work you need right and not just like the stupid comedy like each guy who lost the match still kind of yeah they lost the match but they still uh presented their case for why they had to win even more on sunday at the elimination chamber which is dope so but i mean they're not gonna last just like the camera angles you remember um when they did the brand split and they're like oh we're gonna make this feel different and like smackdown was filming their matches from like different camera angles Mm -hmm. and kind of had a more cinematic feel Mm -hmm. don't do that shit anymore yeah none of the shit that you actually like do they ever consistently do? Hashtag like, WWE logic. Like all the good stuff from like SmackDown a year ago is gone. The logic and the characters, the uh, actual longer wrestling matches with dope storytellings, talking smack, like all that shit's gone. Yeah, true enough. So they had all that going on, the Oscar bit, the stuff with the women, um, all basically leading up to this pay-per-view so what's the lineup all right so we got i think this was made official on monday i, I it might be pre-show i'm not sure but we got uh woken matt hardy versus bray wyatt yawn so this should be more exciting but they kind of randomly threw away this match at raw 25 yep and it was two minutes it was Bray Wyatt getting a win for no apparent reason. So WWE uh, must have known that his wife was trying to get this money and was like, let's throw this dude a bone. 
love, man. I don't, I don't, I don't. All right, so. <sighs> Matt Hardy has apparently got all the rights back to the broken universe. The footage, he's got the rights to all that. The characters, everything. So, I, I don't know if we're waiting for after the Bray Wyatt feud to put the jump on it, but, like, that is what really made the Woken, or I should say the broken character work. It was a universe. Like, it was, you had to watch this weird shit happen. And, like, Matt can make faces all he wants. But until his drone is driving him to the middle of a goddamn sideway, si- sidewalk, like, it's not enough. It's not enough. You know? Like, he's got to be passive-aggressively mowing someone's yard. All right? <laughs> like, he can't just be talking. Like, the fish. And then even, like, some of the, the vignettes are, are gone. Like, you know, when he was talking to the damn fish, you know? Like, um, which, which I guess is kind of a throwback to uh, the universe, right? Because on the Hardy car pound, there's kind of like a zoo. And... uh. Broken Matt Hardy believed that all these famous people f- from history were reincarnated as animals. Uh, like uh, Joe Fraser was a was a kangaroo, so he's training Brother Nero to box with Joe Fraser. <laughs> uh, and he had a giraffe. Yeah, Hardy's got a goddamn giraffe. I forgot who the giraffe was, but like, yeah, he's. Seeking wisdom for the draft. Like, we need the stupid shit. We don't have any stupid shit right now, all right? I just... I don't even care who wins this match. The whole Woken thing, as everything that WWE does, they have managed to fuck it off. And I just get so annoyed when I hear him doing that dumbass laugh when he comes on. Um, It just doesn't have the same joy. Like, when I saw that... uh, Final deletion match. That is the sickest, most twisted thing. It was hilarious and bizarre and refreshing. And, you know, WWE will just sap the life out of some shit. And this is exactly what they've done. It's just weird and quirky with no real explanation. Um, And I just don't care, man. I just don't give a fuck. Like, I have. It's funny you say, like, you know the hashtag WWE logic, like they just they just don't get their audience. Uh there was a Deadspin article a couple of months ago where the WWE executives were surprised by the amount of wrestling content that was being watched on the WWE network. That they were just surprised that their wrestling fans were flocking to all this wrestling related content, just watching old wrestling stuff, not the bullshit like reality TV shows, which kind of goes into like feeds in all these reports like they don't know what their audience wants like there was a rumor last week that get this ty dillinger was being kept off of tv because he's getting too big a response from the crowd that like he's distracting from the people that they actually want to push because everyone's too busy counting 10 wow i mean i don't know wwe just does some dumb shit and i don't know if i how much fault Matt has to take for this, but it's like the dude can't win in WWE. I I don't 
when he when the first things happened with him, it goes back to Edge and Lita. You know, Edge took your woman, and WWE backed him, made you like a chump on TV, and you and, you know gave you a little bit of a shot, but you failed at that, and then you disappeared in obscurity. Were able to kind of build your, you know, and I'm, I'm proud that he was able to build himself back up, but it's like you're back again, and for what? WWE is consistently shown they don't love you, bro. They love Jeff, as I've always told you, man. Like, they want Jeff. Yeah, if we can kind of get some rights to this woken or broken or whatever crap and make some dough off of it, they with it because WWE is, you know, about the, that paper, though. But come on, man. They don't love Matt Hardy, and they don't care. And they're, they, they're squandering it. It's no. It's, there should have been a drone flying. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody remote controlling a drone over the audience. You know, where's our hologram? I mean, like, where's the crazy stuff? You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and it's just a waste of time, bro. Anyway, what else we got on on the lineup, on the card? We have Asuka versus Nia Jax in a singles match. If Nia wins, she'll be added to the Raw's Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 34, a.k.a. WrestleMania New Orleans the second. AKA WrestleMania New Orleans. Uh, what's, I don't know if the WWE has forgotten this bit of story, but the whole thing, Asuka never chose what championship she was going to wrestle for at Mania. Uh, they've acknowledged that she hasn't because they, they've acknowledged that she hasn't picked it, the person yet. Um, because they said that uh, in the promo for Nia versus Asuka, they say she's got to go, you know, get through. No, Nia can win and be added to a match of Asuka versus the champ of her choosing. And so they are acknowledging that she still hasn't selected the person yet. So Okay, all right. Um, hopefully they aren't going to shoe in Ronda Rousey and, you know, like I'd rather they go the route of Triple H Stephanie versus Rock Ronda, Rock Ronda um, versus having her involved with Asuka in any way. But, you know, WWE. Yeah. I don't know, I think this is this is easy, right? This is still Asuka. Um she's probably not losing until sometime after Mania. And how who who gives her that first L is still something to be seen, right? Cuz she's approaching like what 3 years now undefeated and she's about to be an undefeated champ, you know? So, but Nia's not Nia, it's not Nia Bay's time yet. Definitely not, not but I, I see Oscar with the win. Um, I mean, the only way this can work is if they do Hugh. But that technically, so they, and that's something I can see WWE doing, adding, uh, having a, a, a DQ. Like Oscar is pissed or something and grabs a chair and clocks um, Nia one time. So, or, or maybe interference or, you know, or maybe like the old Nia gets upset and kind of goes too far type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Something I mean, somewhere, you know, Oscar. Well, I'm tripping. That that would disqualify Nia, but um, but where uh, Oscar gets, you know, she doesn't get pinned, but she loses. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I can see them doing that thing just to make it a triple threat match because they still would have to deal with who is Nia gonna face at WrestleMania. So they got to figure something out, and they could have a storyline of of uh, Alexa and Nia trying to come together to team against Oscar. And then their own, you know, hit at the dissension between Alexa and um, Nia as they go for the title. I think what's going to happen is probably the same story they normally tell with Nia. 
combination of uh, Oscar just being a really smart, dope fighter uh, versus Nia just being overconfident and letting that overconfidence be her downfall. That's always like the story with like Nia. Like she's supposed to have it win, but she's just it's like takes it easy on these ladies, gives an opportunity to come back, and then she takes that L. Yo, moving up the co-mon event for the first time ever, we have the women's elimination chamber match for the Raw's women's championship with Bailey versus Alexa Bliss versus Mandy Rose versus Mickey James versus Sonya Deville versus Sasha Banks. Alright, Ella. You ready for this? You excited? Who you think got it? Who you think got it? Man. <clears throat> wow, you know, I think uh Alexa is still gonna she's their power puff champion, you know? Small little thing that packs a big punch. And so I think she's gonna walk out of this first one. Uh because you know the WWE likes to be all about their first, right? So this gives a new another first for Alexa to add to her resume. So first Raw and Women's Championship, and she's also the first Women's Elimination Chamber winner. So like I could see her winning it. Uh, just who goes out early? Um, I think. Sasha goes out early, comes in, probably does something crazy like jumps off a pod, um, gets like the first pin, but then immediately gets pinned after that because she used all her stamina, you know, climbing off that pod, you know, she puts everything into that, that moon salt, and then she gets pinned by like, I don't know, some Mandy Rose, and we're like, oh, Sasha. <laughs> Sasha eats those L's, but I actually see this as a victory if Sasha can get the win because they need to rebuild her um, where she kind of survives the, the, the what, what are they called? Paige's group now? I forget their name. Rampage? No, 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 Absolution, no, no, no. right? No. Absolution. Absolution. Damn, no, Rampage would have been a good name though. <sighs> no, nah, nah, but that's her finisher? That yeah. pun has been used somewhere before. Yeah, nah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so, but like, yeah, uh, definitely. I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's Sasha needs the needs as many L. I mean, victories as she can because she eats L's like Tic Tacs. <laughs> you know, she 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 needs as many many wins as she can possibly get. <laughs> oh man, are you you think any high spots? Um. Who's who's likely going? So here's the thing, you know, in these big matches, like Bailey and Sasha like to try and murder themselves. We know that Sasha likes to try and murder herself. So that's my concern. Like she's gonna go like head first through one of the plexiglass uh, pods or like underturn on a moon salt coming off the top of the damn cage. So. Uh, you remember a couple years ago when Callisto climbed to the center and then fell on everybody? Yes. Do you, you think we might see that from like one of the ladies here? Um, there's going to be some high spot. I don't know if it would be that type. Um, right. 
Well, actually, let me take that back. Cause I was thinking solid, but it's like they have they have story potential with Alexa. I, I really see Alexa like uh, winning the elimination chamber. Yeah, I I'm think. I mean, Sasha needs a a, a W, but I, I was I wasn't thinking about the title being at stake and and that part of play. And I, I really see WWE uh, keeping the title on Alexa. Just because they usually have hero versus villain at WrestleMania, and that is who Oscar's most likely gonna face, and they're also probably gonna try to find some way to throw Nia Jackson a mix if they don't do the one on one, but it gives them a little bit more story potential. So, I can see her retaining. I mean that 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 could be it too. Also, remember the story with Sasha right now is while she can win championships, she cannot defend them. That was, you know, that was the main thing when she was feuding with Alexa. She's like, yo, you, you might be four times, but you're a four-time big loser. Because every time it comes to defense, you can't you can't hold on to the thing. So, um, oh, Sasha well, Banks, Yeah, because there is, we had the yeah. Royal Rumble. Is there a payback or some other pay-per-view before? There's another pay-per-view, right? So, that could happen. Now, the, uh, the next pay-per-view is a SmackDown-only pay-per-view. Which will be the final SmackDown only pay per view before all the pay per views go back to being co branded. Hmm. Okay. So, um, I think Sasha's first successful title defense is gonna be needs to be a big storyline moment and celebrate because that's the whole thing. You know, she can't hold on the belt. But I don't. That's. As as long as Oscar's in the wings, like I don't, this isn't happening for a while. So I think we're both saying, uh, little little Miss Bliss, Alexa Bliss here. Yes. Man, what if there's any run-ins? I don't think who would run in. Nia, Nia would run in. I don't even know. But what does running in accomplish? I mean. I don't know, set up a feud. You remember when... Uh, you had the, they had the Mickey James um, Alexa angle that, that they're kind of trying to finesse. And that's probably going to make for a brief yeah. spot, but nobody really gives a fuck about Mickey James, so... Hey, 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 hey. Come on, Bowman. Care about... Yeah, I, care no, about James. no, no. She got, the tangle, no. she got the tassels on her boots. All right? <laughs> the tassels on her boots. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about Mickey James or her damn tassels. T- tassel your ass on out of here. Nobody is a damn right. man. What, what, what's next, man? All right. All right, we have the men's elimination chamber match featuring the likes of Braun Strowman. His hands, Elias, Finn Balor, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and The Miz. So this is uh, this is seven men in this match. Uh, early on, a lot of people were like, "Yo, are they gonna add a new pod to the structure?" But how it'll work is now three people are gonna start the match off instead of two people. You know, we forgot the mechanics of the match for both Elimination Chambers. Is that every four minutes or is it every two minutes a pod opens up? Um, I think it's every two. Every 90 seconds. 
No, no, I think it's every. Wait, damn it. Five to fifteen twenty. Cause they, it may be two minutes. I think five is two. They normally do what? It's four pods and then two people who start the match. Um, yeah. So twenty minutes that way. Well, and I don't know if it's changed because they usually elimination chamber goes about an hour, um, and they have they have tweaked it. You know, now that they have two elimination chamber matches, that that messes with the length of time for the other stuff on the like card. Like the runtime, yeah. I mean, that's why it's a short card. Like, uh, you know, there's only really what five matches on the on the pay per view. Um, so, because these matches are both going to probably go like forty minutes, thirty minutes each. So, I don't. Also, it's like WWE minutes too, right? Like they're not actual minutes; it's storyline minutes. Like this pod needs to open up at this moment for storyline purposes, just like the Royal Rumble. Like it's not actually ninety seconds; it's like they're like they're not even Marvel seconds. If you play Marvel vs. Capcom, you know those damn seconds take down forever. They're faster than that. They're just like yo, go run out there. Um, but yo, the mechanics is like whatever. We got seven boys in here. Um, the The thing that we've been rumored since last year is that uh, Roman Reigns is going to face Brock Lesnar for the championship at WrestleMania. And seeing how this is a number one's contenders match, this seems to be the last stop or last storyline stop before we start all our WrestleMania storylines proper. So here's Roman uh, being coordinated, uh, coordination, excuse me, for the Third time, correct? Yeah, the the third attempt at coronet, uh crowning him the new, you know, man, the face of the WWE. Yeah, that's what they're trying to build to at WrestleMania. Will it work? <laughs> Fucking no. It's it's funny, like at work we had a, a training today about like, man, don't ask questions you know the answers to, because you just waste everyone's time and you're gonna argue with people. <laughs> Right. So I feel like Vince McMahon is sitting here asking questions. He already knows the answer to. Got to get Roman over. What can we do, guys? Make him look strong. And everyone's like, man, fuck, man. He's not going to be over. <laughs> He's not going to be over. Um. <sighs> All right. Now let's get the mechanics of this match. Though. We got seven dudes showing up. Who's the MVP? Is it Seth Rollins again? Definitely. Seth is, they're trying to build him back up. So Seth's going to get some good airtime. Um, the bigger question is, how are they going to eliminate Braun? Yeah, yeah. Because he's going down. And normally what'll ha- normally they do the uh, round robin of finishers on the big man. And that's usually what You're takes right, him yeah. out. Or the big man is the last guy and then he gets eliminated by the other guy. Um, so we're either looking at Braun getting taken out. He may be making a final four and getting taken out by three dudes, or it's going to be Braun and Roman in the end. All right. So here's the thing. I was just thinking about this that for if it's up to Braun versus Roman, the entire crowd is going to be on Braun's side. 
in if Roman Reigns tire. <laughs> if Roman Reigns spears Braun Strowman for the win, he's gonna get booed out of the building. Alright. That is that's what's gonna happen. Like we've been down this road before. We know what the streets look like. And if you take the person everyone likes and put him up against like the person people are almost conditioned to hate Roman Reigns because they can smell the push, the push, excuse me, uh, a mile away. That's going to happen. So the, the we know Roman has to be a final. So what about the possibility of Roman versus Seth? Now that kind of mirrors the gauntlet match at Raw. It's just now the opposite. So now the final two, not the first two, are these guys. And Roman gets his win back. You can't see him even doing air quotes. He gets his win back against his brother. And then they shake hands. Roman points to the WrestleMania sign. We still boo, right? I mean, if Roman Reigns wins, we riot. That's just all there is to it. We riot. Yeah, yeah, he we we boo regardless. So I mean, it's like, who could Roman finish off and not the crowd not be as salty? Like there's still salt, but like the whole shaker didn't just you know fall into the audience. It doesn't matter, bro. I mean, WWE is dead set on, um trying to make Roman the new face of the company and just like with Cena at least Cena you know he was funny he had a shtick for a while that was like okay he was a corny white boy rapper but you could get behind it like Roman just you know he vanilla as fuck bro like I can't even tell you what his thing is you know like I think about Batista when he broke from um Evolution they at least presented Batista as kind of sharp. Like he was listening behind doors or something and he heard overheard conversations and he kind of has this kind of um, Vegas bouncer vibe about him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he had that kind of thing where he's like, he seemed like he was a little, you know, slick, a little sharp. But like Roman just, when he's not a part of the shield, he's just bland and it's kind of like, what's your, what's your thing, dude? Like, what we is it? Nothing. Like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you could say that to somebody. Texas Rattlesnake, the redneck, you know, he's a brawler. He does whatever. The Rock, you know, he has that flashy, charismatic, flamboyant type of thing. You know, Booker T is kind of the aggressive, you know, Harlem gimmick or whatever. Like, everybody has a real gimmick. Like, what the fuck is Roman's gimmick? I don't, I don't, it's funny. You mentioned The Rock, and I just remember that moment. You remember when The Rock gave Mark Henry a picture of himself? Exactly. <laughs> I, I think, I, but I think I've just really realized, like, that's the thing. Like, what the fuck is Roman Reigns' gimmick? He's just bland Samoan in, you know, D&D chest armor? Like, what is his gimmick? You know, Slam Bros, please comment. Like, what is his gimmick? I mean, is he there just to shield, like, oily hair products? Like, wh- what is his gimmick? Because if he's not a part of the shield... You know, it's like with Dean Ambrose, he's the crazy Ambrose Asylum dude. Seth Rollins, the architect, you know, he's the the mastermind plotter dude, and he's a Power Ranger part-time, you know. 
on his days off from WWE. He's like doing flip kicks and shit. But like, <laughs> what the fuck is Roman Reigns' gimmick? I think we've just we've just we've just we've unearthed the problem with Roman Reigns. He has no gimmick. Cause you can't. What is there to get behind? What? An an asshole who does not celebrate Rusev Day. All right. Let's let's keep that. On. He doesn't celebrate Rusev Day. All right. He doesn't believe in true love. All right. He uh, doesn't believe in the Undertaker. Doesn't believe in friendship. He'll let his friends get their ass kicked. He'll let his family get his ass their get their ass kicked. You know. He never came and made the save for the Usos. How many times did the Usos come and save his ass? But when the Usos were getting beat down, where was he? Don't believe in nothing, man. Man, this is this is eye opening. This is an epiphany. You know, we're, we're this is just, this is this is greatness. You know what I'm saying? We've 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 broken through to the other side. <sighs> awesome. Like my my, you know, I I sometimes I forget like John Cena's back, free agent ass John Cena. Uh, I feel like John Cena is going to get eliminated early. Um, that's that's just because his story currently is, I don't have a match for WrestleMania, and if I don't win, I don't know what I'm going to do. John, you're John Cena. Like, get out of here. Like, yeah, but, I, I understand it's wrestling, but I can understand the story they're telling with John. If they're gonna, he, he's gonna I, get a lose. He's gonna lose. Consistent, and then he's gonna yeah. be like, well, I got to face the Undertaker to regain my, you know, whatever to show that I can still beat a man and. I've lost to Roman Reigns repeatedly and blah blah blah. You know, of course. So that's that's being filled. I don't I don't mind it. You know, like yeah, I don't I don't like it's not the best, but it's consistent. And they're actually building to that story. You know, they're actually going through like, the motions yeah. of trying to lay it out in a semi sensible fashion. So I can I can get with that. So the premise may be whack, but like uh, the structure is, yeah, consistent and sound. Yeah, so Elias, um, I think he's fodder. He, I think Elias either eats a pin early or he gets an unexpected victory over someone like Cena or Balor. Well, yeah, I think that he's gonna get, um, definitely gonna pin Cena because they've been, boot, they've been low key uh, pushing Elias. And he and Cena have a little bit of history there. So for consistency's sake, you figure that's got to at least happen. Okay. All right. And then uh, Braun. How many people get the hands by Braun? Finn Balor's in a match, right? Yeah. Getting the hands. Elias is in a match, right? (laughs) Yep. Getting them hands. I mean, isn't it like isn't it like seven people in this room? The Miz is in a match, right? Yep. He's probably gonna get taken out by somebody else. So at least two people definitely get them hands, and maybe a third, just so that Braun Strowman, when he's taken out, he's shown to be strong. Braun Strowman eliminated three people before being taken out in the elimination chamber. So, you know what? That's a that's a yeah yeah. He probably takes out three people and then gets hit by. The spirit bomb by John Cena and Roman Reigns, and then you know he's out. Um, but you're the Miz. I think the Miz might be a final opponent for Roman, which it doesn't matter. Like whoever Roman's up, they're gonna get he's gonna get booed. Like so, 
And that's the last match go. on the card, right? Yeah, so I most likely. Who knows? It might open first because it's the first ever women's uh, elimination chamber. So they might, you know, put that on last to be like. Hey, oh yeah, the because they also have the Ronda Rousey signing thing. So yeah, they probably put the women on last and then have Ronda Rousey close the show. Which ah, that might be kind of dumb. I like yo. I get it. That's Roddy Roddy Piper's jacket. You gotta get a jacket that fits, yo. Yeah, but also they just they're overestimating the drawing power of Ronda Rousey. I really think they are. I think they think far too highly of her, um, and she is untested and. She just like our last images of her were her getting her ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was it really was her getting a very bad, bad ass kicking. Uh and then she went and became a hermit for two years? Yeah, basically. Two years, yeah. right? Obama was president, yo. Um Damn it, son. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then she disappeared. So it's like the WWE is trying to play up like her badass accomplishments, and I'm not gonna downplay what she did in the in the UFC. Like, yeah, she's a, she's a legitimate fighter. Uh, when she got exposed, she got exposed. Though we all get exposed at some time, all right. Um, but uh, like, she just I'm I'm curious too, Illa, to see what her drawing power is over here if. If her, if her brand has been damaged because when she went hermit mode, she went hermit mode. And I think a lot of the things that people connect with Rhonda with, like her personality, her talking about her geekdoms for different fandoms, um, her just showing up everywhere and just being like, you know, the girl next door who was also a pro fighter, all that stopped for two solid years, you know? And people on the internet these days have short memories. Well, but it's also so. that she just, like, even her walk to the ring when she popped up at that last, um, at the Rumble, it was just awkward as hell. You know, like, she couldn't walk to the ring. Yeah, and, and she kind of looked like not a pro wrestler, but like a fan who was like, oh, I'm so excited that, you know, I won the contest and I'm running to the ring right you now. You know, with a big oversized jacket. And I just don't, like, I think that they want to push her and build her like kind of like a female Brock Lesnar. But that's not who she is. Like, her mystique was broken, you know? And whereas Brock might have had lost in the rings, he he won, and he was a champ, and he dominated, you know? And he's come gone back and gone. And Brock just is a bigger um, phenomenon, you know? We're not a... I mean, she was, she, was, she was great. I'm not trying to take anything away from her, but it's just his appeal is totally different than hers. And I think that hers was just diminished, you know? So I think that in some ways... WWE is kind of getting like damaged goods or a damaged brand and they're trying to marry their brand to hers, you know, and I, I just think they're overestimating its worth at this particular point in time. Like, uh, so it, to me, if they team her with The Rock at Mania where she can get some of his shine and some of his rub and they give her a chance, keep her out the ring until she's really good, where when she comes in, people want to see her win. Because if you get the association... With Rock, you can get that rub. It's not like Roman Reigns where people hate her. 
Like some people, you know, we want we're curious about her. We want and we kind of want to see her win and succeed because she went out on such a bad note that if she can come back and kind of rehabilitate herself as a, a, a real women's wrestler, then cool. But if, if they if they present her as somebody being handed a lot of shit, then they're already crippling her because they're making her Ronda Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. There we go. Let's let's hope that's it's not that. So uh yo, Slambros, hit us up. Let us know your predictions. Uh most importantly, drop those comments. Tell us what Roman Reigns gimmick is. We need to know. Hashtag Roman's gimmick. What is it? All no, right. hashtag WTF Roman Reigns <laughs> gimmick. Oh man. Holla at your main man, Big IllaYC, at IllaYC on the Twitters or on Instagram. I can be followed at YC the Champ. You can collectively holler at the Slam Bros at Slam Bros Pod on the Twitters. You know, get our witty, acerbic commentary and humor as we uh, talk shit, swallow spit, holla at a bitch. And what can they holler at? Where can, can people find you at, Bowman? Hey, you can find me at Bowman12L on the Instagrammaticals and also on Twitter. That's at Bowman12L. Uh, when not there, you can find me in the pool, swimming laps. Oh, yo. It's probably going to be like two black people in there. I'm going to be one of them. So that's a 50-50 chance. And yo, y'all, Get it right. y'all can follow my nonprofit on Twitter and Instagram. It's all, and Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Planetary Chase. It's Planetary Chase uh, on all the platforms. You can check out the website, planetarychase.org. If you want to donate, I mean, it's going to a good cause. And you can find out more about the organization there. So, you know, definitely need your support. Um, holla us, man. Please, please. We'd love to hear from you. Holla at your boys. It's the Slam Bros. <laughs>